On this week's episode of Third Party Controller Podcast, we talk about Microsoft purchasing Bethesda and what this means for the future of the Xbox Series X. Also, Amazon announces their cloud streaming-based service, Luna. Is this the future of gaming as we know it? Find out on this week's episode of Third Party Controller Podcast. Let's get it going. Welcome to Third Party Controller Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse P.S. Libra with... Beto Esparza. And... Joe Ramirez. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Third Party Controller Podcast, where you get your video game information from us. We have a lot of information this week. A lot of stuff happened this week. Some big news. But you know what time it is, right, Beto? What? You know what time it is. Uh-uh. Beto... So pretty much this What's Up Fool is going to be a special What's Up Fool because I don't think a lot of us have really played anything. But we are going to talk about what we feel about the Super Mario 3D All-Stars game. But before we talk about it, I got to lay some ground rules. Let's not go too much into detail about Sunshine or Galaxy because we still have those episodes that we need to record. So I've been playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we could, talk about what, we could talk about what we think of the package as a whole. I just went straight to Sunshine. Yeah, yeah. me too. Okay. Go. So you talk about it. I won't. <laughs> no, uh, what I'm talking about, like, as a package as a whole, um, with Super Mario Sunshine, or even the Super Mario Collection as a whole, you were hearing all these early debates of people talking about it. They didn't feel it was. They felt it was lackluster. Nintendo didn't put that much effort into it. In a way, I kind of hate to agree. Yeah. Uh, it was really. I really liked. Oh man, 64 looks great. Sunshine looks great. Galaxy looks great. But as I kept playing, I just kind of felt, man, it really fucking sucks that I can't change controls. Like, look, 64, I'm used to the shitty camera. I'm not even complaining about the camera on that. For me, it's just like, if you have this re-release, they Nintendo didn't put that much effort. I would have liked to see... Just let me change control mapping for the the flood mechanic stuff. Because that was getting annoying. Like when I would go to first person to aim, it would be down, up, and I couldn't I couldn't move it. And then it I forget, is that vertical when up is down, down is up? Is that vertical? Or? Yeah, it's already set like that. Yeah. yeah. And oh, so, it's reverse, right? Yeah, it's reverse. Yeah. And then I'm just like, why? Every time I'm playing, it's just like, that's, I can't. Yeah, I hate that. It's like only idiots use that shit. And then I'm just like, what's going on? And then I popped in the GameCube one to try it. I feel like that's that's directed to me. Oh, you? Oh, you? I haven't had a problem with that whatsoever. Oh, well, you're one of those idiots. (laughs) I I I popped in I popped in the GameCube one, and then it was the opposite. Oh, really? They changed it. Huh. So that's why I was. Oh, so they made it better. I've gotten so used to it. (laughs) 
But I just, I, I think I, I kind of feel like when it comes to, look, I, I'm not even asking for much, but in a way, and I know they don't do this stuff really, but you got great companies that have ported games or re made remaster of games like Blue Point or even like M2 that add the extra stuff to it. Like, I'm not even asking for anything fucking crazy. I'm not asking for, like, dude, I want better graphics for 64. I want 4K video for the Sunshine Cinemas. I'm just asking, let me just change control. Up, down, down, up. Like, just let me do that. That's it. I'm yeah, not even asking dark. for the world, man. And, 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 like, that's the thing. Like, I heard all these complaints before. And I was just like, all right, you guys are being too fucking picky. But when I was playing, I was just like, that's the only thing I want. That's all I want. I'm not asking for the world, man. And it kind of sucks that that's just how it is. And it would have been it would have been nice to see another company. And again, I don't think M2 does this stuff really, as in like something like a Sunshine or a Galaxy or ports that. But I like the extra stuff that they end up adding to a game. You know, I like that type of thing that they do. Even something like that, I'm not asking for a ton of stuff. I'm just I was just kind of like that's what's kind of bugs me. And that's the thing with 64's camera, I'm used to it, so it doesn't matter. But I just found it weird that the camera in the Switch version is different from the GameCube version of Sunshine that I was used to. You know? And I, I usually get to the point where I get accustomed to it. Like, I could get accustomed to how it is, but for whatever reason, Sunshine has just kind of annoyed me there. A bit. I can still play it. I, I'm not hating it like everyone else on the internet is right now, but I still love Sunshine. It just kind of I kind of got used to it already. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, still have trouble with it, but yeah. it's it's better than how, how when I first started. But that's how I feel about that. I'll talk more about the collection as a whole. But what do you guys think of it? Uh, I mean, like I said, I just jumped into Super Mario Sunshine, and then I just never really touched anything else. But so far, I mean, other than like some of the controller stuff, I I'm I'm enjoying it. I love love the game so far. Mm -hmm. uh, the music's great, so it's 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 been. It's been good so far. I feel like a lot of people, a lot of people like me, that never really played any other games, won't aren't really complaining about it because they really don't know any, any of the uh, the changes that they made to it. So, mm -hmm. yeah, because I got a friend that uh, he's he's been playing it. He said he's really loving it. Like he he didn't had no complaints about it. He'd never played any other games. So, I feel like people that are like newbies, really feel like maybe it's not really that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, so I'm pretty much in, stuck to to Sunshine as well. Um, <clears throat> I would say I get good. Is that what you want to say? I understand for the people that dislike the game. I think I'm starting to kind of understand why they do. Now mm -hmm. I still like, I still love the game. I do. But, um, and, and we can go, we'll go into this more in depth once we get to the episode. But, uh, I feel like it's probably the Mario game with the most imprecise controls that I can think of. Uh, compared I never really, to the other games. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Compared to all the every other game, like kind of every other game, I was like, that was the one thing that I, I don't think I forgot it, but once I got to go in, I was like, whoa! I, I just something about the movement. Um, I, I don't know what it is exactly why, but yeah, I definitely notice I've had more accidental deaths or jumps that I didn't want to do uh, than I ever did. In any other game i think if it was a more punishing game uh i probably would be a lot more frustrated but the, the way it as it stands after a while i was like you know it just i got used to it it was it's like you say you know you, you play for a little bit and you're like okay i got this 
This so is like the me, Dark Souls of uh, Mario games. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just one of those games where it's like, yeah, like, you know, you, you always love Nintendo for having precise controls and their platformers. And But I also, you know, again, a standard platformer, and I, I really don't feel Sunshine really doesn't fall into that category. It's a different kind of a game, and I think that's probably part of the reason why it it is the way it is. So, um, I, but I'm still loving it. Mm-hmm. Although, yeah. and again, we'll go we'll go to i'm just quick quickly uh talking the whole fully voiced voice characters yeah not feeling that yeah. <laughs> not oh, feeling that at all that's that indian chief that's one like thing the cool kids say. that's one thing like and again it was something where, where people complained about it i'm like ah it's not that bad but when people were kind of gave examples i was like you know that is kind of weird mm-hmm. um there's a part where the flood tells you how to use controls and of course, it's different on the Switch, you know, or what buttons you have to hit. Because, uh, you know, there was just the two triggers left and right on the GameCube. Um, but on the Switch, it's L, was it like LR or RL or RLZ, whatever. Um, they just, bl- like, they mute the sound of him going, hit that. L- he doesn't oh, okay. say L trigger, he just hit that and the hit and the hit. And I'm thinking. Oh, that's weird, but okay, maybe they just didn't want to pay the voice actors to redo that just to say, hit the L button, the X button, the Y button, whatever. But then I've been playing through, I've been streaming like the Metal Gear games, and then I noticed, and I even noticed after that, I'm playing, I played and finished Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker, but I did it on the Xbox 360 version because I never played that version. I just wanted to play it. They actually had the voice actor redo the lines to say hit the X button on the controller, hit the A button. Like, he redoes those lines. And I'm like, oh, because Peace Walker was PSP only. So there's no A button on the PSP thing. There's no LZ. He even says, like, L- hit the LR button, the RL button, all this. Like, they completely change it if it needed to be because it was on a new console. Konami as a company fucking paid for that, right? I just popped in because I beat Zone of the Enders 2 on PlayStation 4. I just popped in the 360 version just to see how much of a difference it is. And it was the PS4 version is really beautiful looking. But then even that, a Zone of the Enders, which was only on PlayStation 2, also had hit the uh, the, the X button, hit the A button, hit the B, L, Z, all that. They re-recorded those. So I find that really kind of shitty that like a, a company that everyone kind of poo-poos now, Konami actually paid to redo that for a game a small segment and nintendo huge company that it is just won't do that small little thing and yes it's a small little thing but when other companies are able to do it and you're talking about nintendo it's like kind of it's kind of like that kind of sucks it just shows how much they didn't put the effort into it not saying that there's no effort but it just kind of like oh man like you just kind of rushed it out there it kind of sucks like a direct port pretty much with not really nothing added to it i think that's my biggest thing and i didn't want to feel this way because i heard everyone already start complaining but like after playing it the games play fine but just the small little things like man you couldn't even do that when other games have done that like other companies have done that like you're nintendo this is your property you're not putting it on an xbox 360 you're not putting it on a playstation it's your console so i just found that really weird I think the whole time, like, I think their their plan, it seems pretty obvious that the plan is to really focus their time on uh, 3D, uh, 3D World and that release. I, I think 
this was, it was probably our it was probably always destined to be a bare bones port maybe i'm wrong maybe covid mm-hmm. had something to do with it maybe maybe it did maybe it didn't i don't know uh but you know it, it's it's definitely a little disappointing um but again you know i think I'll, also i'm sure some nintendo was like listen there's three fantastic games isn't that enough? And I'm not saying it is, but I mean, I could also see someone just being like, yeah, we're going to up the resolution and release them as is because we want them to be as true to, you know, what they were. I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm, you you kind of look for reasons I mean, why. there's it still looks good. Like, there's, like, the resolution and stuff in, in 64 yeah, is really nice. Yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah, like, they look great, but it's, it's even some things where it's like... You know they took the time in the Wind Waker HD one. They, uh-huh. they, 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 they took their time... But even when you play Galaxy, stuff that works on the Wii doesn't, as in doesn't work on the the Switch one because it's too clean. And that's talking about stuff in the distance. You see the line that doesn't blend, you know, like they didn't take the time to blend something in the background. So when you're seeing shadows or just kind of the the, the brightness of like a moon or a sun and then it, it kind of the, the, the it gets darker, you just see the line. So it kind of like, I don't know, it's just like where Wind Waker, again, that was a from the ground up, or even like Twilight Princess, they took the time to clean a lot of that stuff up uh-huh. and make it work for the Wii U. And the Switch is their biggest console. I'm just saying, like, if they could even do that for the Wii U, like, there's no, I don't, I feel there's no reason for them not to do it. It was just, it was just, let's put it out for the anniversary. We just don't want to take the time to do a lot of it and it's disappointing it doesn't ruin the game but it's just kind of like man that sucks you've done it before i don't know i don't understand why you don't do it right now especially for mario's 35th but but again stuff in 64 though they redid images are sharper things are nice cl- and clean so but yeah i don't yeah, know i haven't, I haven't touched like, 64 or uh galaxy yet i just been kind of trying to get i want to get through sunshine yeah such a it just you know and again we'll go into it but like still like you know with all of its flaws and all of its and it does definitely have flaws but uh to me sunshine is a fucking great game it's so fucking like Mm -hmm. i don't i i i feel like i my attitude towards it hasn't really changed at all even knowing even coming back to it and going like oh yeah this isn't that great or this parts of it that aren't that good but the overall like vibe and everything to it just i think it's a great game man it's underrated how's your guys's band adventure going this week not bad just been playing whatever i haven't yeah, played as much just played... is it official men 21 now or no yeah yeah how's that feel? i lost my i lost my first game <sighs> well i mean when you got the super bowl champ of 2020 the only super bowl that mattered it is a bit i understand how you feel and it's a little bit intimidating having to play when he's there some controversy it, though oh Beto got caught cheating what <laughs> in the other league because that we weren't supposed to edit our character to a certain position so i edited it i fucking completely i don't, for, I don't remember for the second time now he's uh yeah he's made a little he's been but uh, it's 20 it's, it's made just, 20 it's just bill belichick in it now aren't you just just looking yeah, whatever for little, looking you're like the velociraptor that's just testing the cage out looking for a way to break through you're like yeah, yeah. let's see see I what like, we can I do like here close the thing, but i was like that's what the 20 league is for now so that we can catch both before he does it in 21 <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah no it's 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 been uh 
it's uh yeah i've gotten used to the game and i think they fixed they made apparently over the during the week they made some so there was like a hot fix or they made some fixes that <laughs> that kind of broke passing or catching receiving oh really but i never got to experience that because i think within a day or two they had already fixed it so I was yeah because like, oh, they'll, they'll try to fix something and fuck something up completely like different and then they'll fix that too it's definitely running as smooth as the, I, it, this is the smooth this week is really running as smooth as it's ever run yeah i actually played the game uh, my last game and i didn't have one issue with the um the kick meter at all so i think that's been fixed so that's good yeah I did play another little football game though that I thought was really really cool. Ooh, um, what? It's on the iPhone, iOS. Uh, it's called Retro Retro Bowl, um, and it's free to play. Uh, it's it's you can or you can you can also I think spend a dollar on it and then it unlocks like you don't have to. I forgot what 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 you got out of it, but it's like a one dollar you can buy into it and it's basically this little game that doubles as like you're you're playing you play the season you only play offense but the passing is done like via like swiping and like uh and tapping and it looks sort of like a tech mobile uh-huh. like that aesthetic like the side view so it's definitely got the retro vibe to it but uh i don't know if it's it seems a little easy but what i was like totally digging was uh the depth of the actual front office part of it that was the part where I was like, holy crap, because you can have pep talks with individual players on your roster. You're, you're, you control whether the fans, like the morale of the fans, the morale of the overall team. You can put money towards uh, your stadium. You can put money towards your uh, recovery, like your, your, your basically your, uh, your medical, mm-hmm. so that your players recover from injuries faster and or uh, just in better condition. Um, money towards like the facilities, which gives the players uh more xp um you can trade players you can release players uh there's like for for a for a basically a dollar game there's a there's so many options that i yeah. i got a kick out of it i was like and i find myself at work like on my breaks up i got to start playing it and i was like it's really i mean i was like damn i hate to say this but i mean some of the features that it has was shitting on madden i was like <laughs> this is crazy it's just this little dollar game but it's really cool. I've lost, and like you can, you know, there's totally thing. You you don't do any defense. It basically simulates your defense. But like you sign players, you get up to ten players on your roster that are basically your stars, and you focus on them. So the rest of the team there isn't much. So you you will have like an offensive lineman, a quarterback, maybe a running back, maybe two wide receivers, and you focus on them. Uh, you have a cap, yeah. So the so the you know money is an issue. Um, and there's little things that happen like each week maybe one guy will be like uh one of your players was out uh past curfew or was out and did something do you want to uh criticize him or or no it'll be like one of your players didn't perform well for the week do you want to criticize him which will drop his morale or do you want to criticize the defensive coordinator which will drop his morale so you have to make choices like that or even um oh this week you're supposed to meet with uh, your team to go over something, but the owner wants to meet with you as well. What do you want to do? So if you meet with the owner, you'll get coach credits, which you can use towards, um, you know, upgrading your your players and and, and getting uh, the ability to sign free agents. Or if you meet with your team, the morale will go up, but you lose on the credit. So it has all these little options that I was like, damn, this is that's actually really really cool mm-hmm. and like the thought and effort that went into this little dollar game i was like 
this thing is fantastic. Where'd you hear about it? Um, I, I just like I was searching on the iOS store, just seeing what was out there. I just typed in football, and I was like, "Oh crap, what's this?" And it and immediately I was like, "This looks like Tech, tech Mobile," and I was uh, I was what do you call it? Uh, I I was just like, "It's really cool." What did you do? <laughs> what did Bethel send? <laughs> <laughs> My face. But um, yeah, no, it's it's definitely really cool. I've put in a, uh, uh, a decent amount of time in it. I've already gone through like one whole season, um, mid- middle of the second season, and also like you can pick your favorite team to start with. But the the way the game goes, it even tells you you can pick your favorite team, and it and it it has an AFC and NFC. It doesn't really name the teams by uh, by the team name. Like it doesn't use any logos or anything like that. But it has like pretty much every team, and then it you can start with your favorite team. But it, then it tells you. It's better if to, for the main to get everything out of the story. It tells you like just start with one of the lower teams, and then you can move on, and you get offers to move on to um, other teams until you can get to yours. And I was like, that's, that's really cool. Like all in all, for the dollar, it's free to play, really. But for the do- for a dollar, I was like, dude, this is this is really 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 cool. They put a lot of time and effort into it. So I mean, if anyone's looking for a game to just pass some time, and it, it's they're real quick. It's still a casual game. Yeah. But for anyone that's uh, interested in something like that, check it out. It's a uh, retro bowl. Yeah, it reminded me of like the um, NFL head coach. Remember that? Mm-hmm. I remember I played the demo. I really I liked it, but I I never got around to buying it. I just fucking started playing Madden more. But now that, um, like you said that, but even before that, I wanted to get the NFL head coach. Both of them that came out on the PS2 and the PS3. Just to try them out because they look they look fun. I've been like watching videos on them. Like it looks like something that I would like to do just because there's no real there's no real front office stuff in uh Madden. So yeah, it looks fun. But um, no, yeah, it's really cool. About that Hades game. Oh, how's that? It's actually really cool. Super yeah, Giants, like like it's actually really fun. It, it it reminds me of uh what what's what are those? I was I should have looked it up, but I forget. What are those kind of games where? You you play up until you can get to a certain point until you die and you have to start over. But every time you start rogue-like? over, rogue like, is that what it's called, roguelike? Yeah, rogue-like. Okay. I think so. Yeah, that's what that has. And at first, when that happened, I was like, oh man, I don't want to do this. But then after a while, it's like, oh man, this is really fun. Like it just keeps <laughs> keeps going because like the combat's really fun, the weapons you can get, and then like the add-ons and extras that you can get to improve certain like slashes abilities you can make your dash actually stun enemies so they're stunned so they don't attack you and and just the writing the visuals on it and everything like it's been one of their best games that they've come out with it's really fun hades i'm actually really liking it all right we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back so see you in a bit lead up to the Xbox Series X, you know, PlayStation 5, it was, uh, a lot of people said online, a clusterfuck. It was all over the place. They said, hey, pre-orders go live on Thursday when it got announced all the information on Wednesday, but, uh, you know, certain stores like Walmart, Best Buy, Target, they all started selling early, especially Amazon. So it was everywhere, right? So all that stuff was crazy so everyone's going 
man, how, how, I mean, like, this is crappy, you know? It's uh, some people weren't able to get it. Some people ha- took forever to get. We are. We explained yesterday our our little struggle getting a PlayStation Five. So the next day, Microsoft came out and said, "Hey, we're gonna have ours pre-orders go live on the 23rd, but we're gonna have it at 8 a.m. All stores." And you heard a lot of stuff saying that Microsoft was gonna pretty much punish stores if they were gonna sell pre-orders early for the Xbox One, kind of lower their shipping amounts supposedly is what i heard anyway it was all set hey you want to get an xbox series x or an xbox series s it's going to be on the 23rd 8 a.m at participating participating retailer stores right so we're all thinking hey this might go smoother than playstation 5 the you know maybe not a lot of people are going to get an xbox series x you know, then we got some information on Monday. Maybe that kind of changed the needle, but we'll talk about that information later. But anyway, I I wanted to get one. I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna get an Xbox Series X. I'm gonna go for it. It's probably not gonna be as bad. It was all over the place. But what I found very interesting was it was a pain in the ass to try to get it at Best Buy. My two goals were Best Buy, Amazon. But it was the same thing that I had to deal with when I got with PS5. Amazon, easy. No problem. Was able to get it. I was able to get one on Amazon for an Xbox Series X. Perfect. No no problem whatsoever. Was able to get it. But Best Buy was the same thing. But a lot of stores, even though Microsoft said that it was going to go up at 8 o'clock, a lot of stores didn't go up at 8. Some stores, maybe 8.30, 9 o'clock. It was a later time. It was, So people were waiting, trying to refresh the page. A lot of stuff didn't go up. But... Xbox, the Xbox Series X pre-order was still annoying as as much as like the PlayStation 5 was for me. But I was able to actually get it at Best Buy too. So I canceled my Amazon one because I just wanted to pick it up. So I had one on Amazon, decided not to after I got the Best Buy one. But Best Buy one was hours later that I was able to get one. So uh, going off of uh, of that, um, I didn't even bother with Best Buy because I kind of had a thought going forward that um, first of all, I wasn't really planning on getting it, um, but I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll see if I can. I'm just just for for shits and giggles. I'll see if I can. I'll see if I can get one. And um, I noticed Amazon ended up not going at eight o'clock, and I found it kind of. I, I found it funny, but also there was really nothing. I mean, those all those emails basically said, and, and like when uh, Microsoft was warning, or if that rumor was true, like, hey, do not pre-order or do not pre-sell these prior to the date mm-hmm. 8 a.m I, I thought to myself afterwards well you got a point but like in the name of that wording did it ever say well you didn't say that we can't pre-order later so i actually thought that that was i mean it would have been nice to have had some notice because i'm sure some people probably went to amazon with the intention of getting it at eight um but i too because i didn't try at eight o'clock and i i noticed all of a sudden like hey and i and i read online i was like yeah, Amazon's page is down. You, you, you can't even do it. And all of a sudden, you know, on Twitter, it popped up. Hey, it's working now. Mm-hmm. I went on there and it was just like you. It took like three minutes. Oh, yeah. It was, so I was in and out. So I, I actually thought in the end, the fact that it wasn't at 8 a.m. probably helped uh, to get it. But I mean, if I had been someone who was like, I want it, like I need it and was there at 8 a.m., I think it probably would have been a miserable experience because... Again, Amazon didn't actually announce 
you know, they didn't say, they didn't tell anyone, hey, we're gonna, we're not gonna do it at eight, we're gonna wait. I, I don't even know if that's the case. I don't know if maybe the page went down because I, I heard different stories about that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at the end of the day, uh, here, here's my take on it. Um, it's not PlayStation's fault. It is an Xbox. It's not uh, Xbox's fault. Um, this boils down to just the retailers and their, their, they, I'm not going to call it shitty, uh, their, their servers, but Uh basically them being woefully unprepared for how, how badly people were going to want this. And, you know, this goes along with everything we had said. We didn't know what the demand was going to be like, you know, it, 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 is it now when you think about it in retrospect, when this is one of the biggest years in gaming due to the pandemic, it, it doesn't strike a surprise now in hindsight going like, yeah, this was going to be a crazy thing. But at the same time, like we had spoke about many times before, you know, with the economy that way it was, we didn't know if people were going to, uh, you know, really make the effort to to go out and get all these things. I honestly didn't expect the Xbox to sell out. I, I, I you know, I, I kind of was like, I think there's going to be like an Xbox One X type thing. Um as a matter of fact, the Xbox One X got a nice little bump up on, on their sales too because of the whole scenario, but we'll get into that. Mm. But I, I honestly, I kind of went in thinking, I don't think it's going to be that hard. And I was wrong. So, I mean, kudos for them. I don't know. And again, we don't know if this is a supply and demand thing. We don't know if they're withholding. I mean, we, who knows, really? I mean, we don't know how many they, they set out for pre-order. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't blame them. Uh, I really, I think, I think uh, you know, Sony tried. And obviously, they, they were like, hey, it's going to be this day. They couldn't do anything about the people that broke the the, the date, you know, yeah. and they couldn't do anything about those about the websites. And I feel the same way for Microsoft. I mean, they were like, "Hey, this is the date," but I mean, Microsoft doesn't control those. Um, they don't control Best Buy's website. They can't control yeah. the traffic. So, you know, it's it's just uh, it was one of those things that was just you know an unfortunate byproduct of the demand, I guess. Someone, I think it was Jonathan Davis. I'm not sure. Kind of posted on. Twitter going like, you know, when the Xbox Series X and S went up for pre-order, it's like, hey, you know, maybe maybe don't boast that yours is going to go smoother because you set a date and time when it didn't really change anything. You get what I'm saying? And, and I kind of, I saw that, but to me, I kind of took all this as like, I, I don't think it matters as in like... It didn't. It, it doesn't matter if you give a time and a date because it's still going to go to shit. It doesn't matter yeah. if you surprise people and it goes to shit because technically Sony did give a time. Yeah. Pre-orders go tomorrow on Thursday. And people then, just didn't you know, listen. The they didn't, the retailers didn't listen. Retailers didn't listen. And I don't, I didn't, I mean, I, I guess you could call it a boast, but I mean, it, it was, it was a little, it was probably a subtle dig, but I still thought like that, that whole post that they did, like, hey, you're going to know the date, you're going to know the time. Um, you know, it's not like Microsoft lied. <laughs> it's like you know yeah. they they were honest they're like here's the time but again they they it, you know for both companies it was outside of their control mm-hmm. past whatever whatever they did after a certain point it's outside of their control yeah there's just nothing they can do mm-hmm. i actually thought it would go smoother i didn't think a lot of people were gonna get it i didn't either and i, I mean I i'm hearing that yeah. they're gone like yeah you know so um good for them i mean you know seriously like yeah, yeah. I, I i thought you know, they both did a hell of a job up up to the lead up to this point. You know, regardless of whether we like the fact that they didn't give a date or or, yeah. or price for so long, but hey, you know, good for them. So Beto, um, it was posted that um, they people noticed that the Xbox One X 
on Amazon had jumped up, what, 725% in sales for that day when the Xbox Series X went up. What do you think of that? Not surprised. <laughs> I mean, it, we started from from the beginning from when it, they announced the name of the Xbox Series X. Uh-huh. People were confusing it already. So yeah. like, it's it's not surprising that some idiots didn't really do any research and just ended up buying an Xbox One X. Mm-hmm. That's what they get. Fuck them. And fuck, fuck Microsoft. This is remember saying we're waiting for for micro for somebody to fuck up. This is where Microsoft fucked up. <laughs> well, I would it, I wouldn't be so angry. I, I mean, mean, I I wouldn't be so mad about it. I, I mean, like, I think <laughs> I think even to to this day, I think in general, I think the naming convention they could have gone somewhere else better. But whatever, they stuck with what they wanted to do. There's no going around it anymore. Like it, they they already was it what they call it. They already made their bed, so they're lying in it. So. My boss, my boss what? had a great, he was like, why did they just call it Xbox 2? And I looked at him, I was like, that's a fantastic idea. <laughs> they should have hired you because seriously, anything, anything would have been better than Series X. And I'm like, you know, like, and here's the thing. There's a lot of parents out there that are going to, that were trying to get the console for their kids that don't play games. And I feel bad for them because there's a lot of people that are, un, are yeah. uninformed. They're just like, dad, I want dad i want the xbox the x series x and it's like you know there's there's a lot of parents out there that don't play games people that don't so they're just be like all right i got it yeah i got that it was yeah. easy you know it's just one of those things where it's like you know again it was like the wii wii u thing you know it's yeah. it brought up nothing but confusing the only bad thing is is like you know microsoft had that they had the the force that the, the hindsight to see that already mm. and they still chose to go with that naming thing and i mean you know, um, uh, there was also some people saying that they think the reason why Xbox One X it could be multiple reasons why it went up. Some people said it has it hadn't been in stock for such a long time, but a lot of people said that they think that it was bots that purchased it because whoever wrote whatever line of code didn't specify it perfectly, so it just saw that those were up and purchased them. So people I hope had, that's really the yeah, case. Yeah, yeah, I hope, I I hope a good that. percentage <laughs> is all bunch the Bunch of resellers bought them. Yeah, a bunch of resellers, and then they get them. They're like, what the fuck what is this? What am I supposed like, to do with oh, 14? Shit. What am I supposed to do with 14 Xbox One X? Yeah, yeah. So I hope it's I hope it's more that than uh, people actually making the mistake. Yeah. So. I mean, you know, and it's no different than, you know, that uh, NVIDIA came out with that, that new GPU. And, I mean, I heard that, you know, by all accounts from what I heard, when that new GPU went on sale, it was worse like it literally, uh, uh, the, from what I heard, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the the yeah, it I know was what you're literally talking about. on like from people's accounts. It was literally on sale for like one second, and they were gone. Mm-hmm. And it was like, and, you know, I had a I had a friend that was like, yeah, man. He's like, I went on to get one, and to just to even see, and he was like, I had no, I had zero chance at that thing. And I'm like, you know, it's like, you know, so it's not just a, I mean, it ain't just a console thing, you know. It's like. It seems I don't know. I mean, if it's a bot thing, it's really starting to get that. That is getting annoying. It's it's getting kind of out of control. If this is you know the the case, and it's and it's frustrating because I mean, there's people out there that really want these things, and people are just trying to award these things. And it sucks. Yeah. Um, but that's you know. huge in like the sneaker community. Like, yeah, I've heard that. Bots, yeah. it's ridiculous. So, like you go into like try to buy a shoe, and they're they're fucking gone within like seconds. And then you see people on Instagram posting like they got fucking mountains of the same shoe like because they're going to sell them. So it fucking sucks for the collectors. I heard a lot of those sites that, you know, that are like reselling those shoes, like the sites where they sell off, like where the bots, you know, after the bots are used, where they're going, they're selling the the consoles too. Because it's an easy thing for them to switch those things to do. So it's like, hey, that's a shitty thing, man. 
and I was thinking about this today. Like, you, you have a lot of uh, people who purchase the consoles. PlayStation 5, they use bots. PS5, Xbox Series X, Xbox Series S, whatever. Um, and then I'm thinking, like, fuck, man. I don't think I could ever buy something off a reseller for double the price or maybe more. I would rather wait until it's available. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I couldn't I couldn't pay what some people put it up for a thousand bucks i can't i couldn't do that like unless i was probably super filthy rich and like a thousand dollars is nothing to me you know yeah but like how how I mean, how it is now i'm just like fuck i would not even there, give a person satisfaction to per like purchase one of yeah these. there's a limit like i get it like with like buying old games like somebody like yeah, yeah, yeah. reselling those but something when it's something that you can find commonly like yeah yeah, because there's some sometimes these things go up for sale. You buy it double the price, and then they go back in stock like like a year later. And like mm-hmm. bought it just to have it early. Mm-hmm. Here's that's the thing like, too, like there's no there, you know, and you know, let's say even even if we get these, I'm not saying even if like I, I think we've got these locked down, but I mean like you know we've gotten the emails. I know the email came out today for uh, from Amazon. It's basically the same email that they threw out for PS5 pre-order. Yeah, pre It's same thing. So I'm like, but assuming we all get our consoles, I mean, you know, if you get it day one, cool. But I mean, at the same time, like, we're probably still going to experience a drought, you know, like a gaming drought. It, it never yeah. tends to fail. So it's like, you know, if you didn't get it, I wouldn't I wouldn't beat yourself up too bad about it. Well, except the Wii U. The Wii U? The Wii U is pretty easy to get. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was actually pretty easy. It was like really easy to get. Like, it's a uh, picture of a lady with a fucking shit ton of uh, Wii U's in her car. It's like, I'm going to resell these. I'm like, no, I'm like, you, you can't. Good luck. She still has them in, this car, in her car. <laughs> it's it's one of those things where it's like, yo, you know, you're going to have time. You know, don't. I wouldn't beat yourself up too bad about it right now. Um, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Like, it looks, yeah, I could wait. Like, if something were to happen, because even I think, like, what if our, our orders, they were just like, yeah, sorry, we're not getting what we. I wouldn't freak out. I'd be like, know, all right. All I'd up. be like, fuck. I get, <laughs> like, I, like okay. I'm not gonna get super mad and be like, son of a bitch, goddamn it, yeah. they ruined everything. I'd be like, mm, right. what can you I'll do? Like, like, okay, next, next year it is. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll get it when it's available. You know, it, it's you know, cause there's not even even with like like Demon Souls or Miles Morales, it's like, well, I can always play that later. It's not like none of this is. You only have one day to play it. That's it, cause it's gone forever. It's like. No big Man, I can't wait for like week two. Uh, I want to like go into a GameStop on like week two and mm-hmm. see how many how many used copies they have of Demon Souls already. Shit, pissed off people. Like, I don't like they're gonna be like they're already gonna be like yeah we gotta sell these things like at at twenty nine ninety nine. I don't want to set the world on fire. I just want to start a flame in your heart. In my heart, I have but one. Desire. Yeah, it's it's gonna be crazy. But we got so much more, guys, to talk about. One of the biggest news stories this week that took the video game world by storm made everyone. Pee their pants. Pee pee. Drips of pee everywhere. Xbox has announced that it plans to acquire Xenomax Media and with it Bethesda Softworks. 
Creators and publishers of The Elder Scrolls, Fallout, Wolfenstein, Doom, Dishonored, Quake, and Starfield, and more. Announced by head of Xbox Phil Spencer in an Xbox Wire post, Microsoft will acquire Xenomax Media for $7.5 billion, three times the $2.5 billion it paid for Mojang and Minecraft in 2014. And the formal purchase is expected to close in the second half of 2021. The deal includes Xenomax Media as a whole, Bethesda Softworks, Bethesda Game Studios, ID Software, Xenomax Online Studios, Arcane, Machine Games, Tango Gameworks, Alpha Dog, and Roundhouse Studios. But yeah, that was the thing announced on Monday, day before the pre-orders of the Xbox Series X and S went on sale. Pretty much everyone freaked, you know, like everyone was just like, what? They bought Bethesda? I want to know. Beto, what do you think? It's a pretty big deal, like, but to get all those games, is it going to be exclusive though? Like, they haven't really. Um, yeah, because there, I mean, yeah. I, I, case by case, yeah. it's going to be I would case see, by case. I don't, but I would think that. I get or at least like some, some like maybe the next Fallout game would be exclusive or some like certain timed exclusive titles. But I mean, it's cool. You get get to play those, um, like Joe said, those big buggy ass games uh, <laughs> with just the game pass. That's cool. Good for I them. They announced that. Uh, well, I don't. I don't think this had anything to. I don't think this had anything to do with the sale. But like, they're like Doom Eternal will be out on Game Pass October fourth. Actually, it's already I think out. It's October isn't it? uh, I thought it was October. Oh, I got I thought they. I thought it was already out. I, I have a feeling that has nothing to do with the sale. I could be wrong, but I mean, I don't think it does. But I mean. You know, you now have Doom. You now have Wolfenstein. You, you, you basic. You know, you have. Uh, uh, I mean, you even have. Uh, and I, I mean, I, I never really played much of them, but the Evil Within developer. Uh, that's that's Tango, right? Yes, I believe so. Yeah, they still working with uh, the who created Evil Within again? I always forget his name. Shinji Mikami. So is he still involved with them? Is that his comp? I mean, is that his? I, I, yeah, he's yeah he he's still involved. But I mean, that's a big deal because I mean, you know, any any future games you get, you know, or I mean, I don't know if it's going to be in that world, but like, you know, he's involved, so that's a big deal. Um, and obviously, the Fallout and and uh, all the franchises that that actually go to Bethesda's their their game their developer division. It's weird because there's like they're a publisher, but they also develop. So I mean, that's a sh- that's a shitload of games, man. It's a yeah. lot of stuff, and I and whether they decide to go exclusive or you know whatever the case i, I mean it's it'll be, it's it's interesting because I, I don't know if it's going to be tricky like them making games for playstation i would think if they they should so why so you? so they did say the exclusive games they're going to keep those like bulletproof and the uh tokyo uh what was it called ghost tokyo ghost that's the tango one right yeah Okay. Fuck, what's the name Tokyo of it? Tokyo Ghost Story or yeah, Tokyo yeah, Ghost Yeah, Tokyo Ghost Story. Those will still be exclusive to the PlayStation 4. But um, what do you guys think this means uh, for Xbox to acquire Bethesda? How do you think that helps it? Does it help it? Does it not help it? Good, bad? I think it's... A, I mean, I think they're leveraging those titles. I, I think it's going to give... Um, I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, but if they decide to put these games out for playstation as well then yeah i don't see how it hurts um again it's i don't know for sure but my gut feeling says this is all about again a a game pass type thing i mean why wouldn't you buy them and release those games but also i mean we've known for 
for over a, for years now. They've just been buying up studios. I mean, they're, I, I feel like Microsoft is really committed to like really pushing games again, like getting games out there. Because let's face it, the Xbox One, that the One X era, it wasn't really, you know, there wasn't a whole lot. Like there were games, but they weren't pushing out. I mean, we got like two gears. We got, you know, a subpar Halo. <laughs> Uh, so, I mean, I, it seems to me like they're trying to push, they're, they're really trying to focus on the whole games thing, which mm-hmm. is cool. Um, you know, hopefully they can definitely lend some muscle, um, to specifically Bethesda to try to iron out a lot of the shit that goes wrong there. Cause I mean, clearly there's a problem there. You know what I mean? Like at Bethesda with the way they release their games and stuff yes. like that. So hopefully that can help smooth a lot of that stuff out um, or they can just have their input. But um, I mean, you can't, it's hard for me to look at it as not a win for Microsoft in general. I like how Microsoft spends 7.5 billion for Bethesda, but they spend no money on their own studios. Well, they already own them, don't they? Like, <laughs> as the in like, you, gonna, hey, what, what, let, you, you want them to give raises to their people? <laughs> what I'm saying is use, <laughs> give your money to your studios to make the games, to actually improve their games. Because if, you know, they probably gave the backing that they're probably giving a good amount of money to Bethesda and other companies, maybe Halo Infinite wouldn't have been in the position it's in now. You know? Maybe they could release more stuff focused on games for the first party properties that they have already purchased like banjo stuff from rare i mean they basically per, uh, own perfect dark they've been sitting on fable for years and barely announced a new fable you know well, i keep hearing rumors of the whole perfect dark thing like yeah. i keep hearing that there's a rumor of it and that they're working on something but who knows but i mean they've been on a spending spree lately so yeah. it, you know for me i think i for years we've talked about it we have an episode called the bethesda problem i haven't liked bethesda for years because they they've been acting like hey we could do whatever and our fans will just buy whatever the fuck we put out they you know because before bethesda like around the time when skyrim came out you know and they came out with like fallout 3 and all these other titles you're like man bethesda bethesda is a company where i know they have their brands are like I can trust in a Bethesda game. As the years went by, they came out with good games, but then they came out with shit a lot of the time. They came out with stuff that wasn't working. There was a time where, like, okay, you joked about, yeah, Bethesda games are always buggy, but they're fun, they're great. But when you didn't see that improvement, when you didn't see any of that stuff happen, it just sucked. And how they acted during their press conferences, doing all that stuff, it just left a sour taste in my mouth on how Bethesda as a company was acting, right? Now, for me, only thing I cared about Bethesda coming out after all that shit was Doom. Because at least Doom was quality, you know? Um, and then Doom Eternal was, came out. I waited on that to purchase it because I was like, oh, I'll wait till it's, I don't need to play it now. I'll wait till it's cheaper. But now that uh, Microsoft has Bethesda, it's like, oh, cool. I don't have to buy Doom. I'll get Game Pass. It'll be on there. And every other Bethesda game, I could play a bit, but I'll never really have to pay full price for a Bethesda game. So it is a win-win. But what I want Microsoft to do, even this $7.5 billion acquisition purchase of Bethesda, their games will not be better. As in, it'll, they'll might have a better engine, but I'm not holding my breath on their, their games being quality. But they still have great games. I want Microsoft to be brutal. I do not want Fallout or 
Elder Scrolls on PlayStation 4. I want them to be like, it's only on our system, bitches. I want this to be a fight. I want Sony to have to freaking, like, this is a huge thing, you know? Make these exclusives. Make Elder Scrolls. Like, yeah, oh, it's smarter if they just put it on. I don't want it to be a case-by-case basis. Like, no. Throw some fucking weight on it and make these exclusive to Xbox. And again, yes, I was talking negative just a few minutes ago. But no, no. I'm saying I want Microsoft to make this purchase. This $7.5 billion purchase be something that pushes their console. Yes, they're doing Game Pass. They want to be on all streaming services. They want to do all this stuff. I just want them to play hardball. You know, I want them to make Sony sweat. Because it's, Sony's uh, been ha- has a couple of years where they're just chilling back. And they're just like, oh, we can't do no wrong as long as we follow these steps. I just really want them to kind of put the heat to Sony, you know, personally. You know, it's funny. It's funny because it's like, um, you, you know, we, we, we brought up all these, we brought up all of these, um, these game titles and these, and these uh, developers that are, that yeah. fall under the Zenimax branch. But I mean, it, it's so big that, I mean, I'm not even, we didn't even name them all. Like they also have Arcane Studios who created Dishonored and, and have the Dishonored series and Prey, which weren't weren't huge games, but mm-hmm. I mean, I know the original Dishonored. Like you have a studio with Arcane too that is like is capable of creating a, a quality game. Mm-hmm. There are a lot outside of yes, Bethesda. Bethesda game works. The developer themselves have a lot of issues, um, but you know, outside of and and, and it's and unfortunately the way it's all set up, they're basically the crown jewel. Even though it's like a it's a kind of like a a turd. It yeah. is technically the crown jewel because those are the games. Those are like probably the better selling games. Mm-hmm. But again, you have ID ID Software, you have Machine Gun um, that did those great Wolfenstein games. Yeah. Um, you have Arcane Studios, who is quite, is capable of making a really good game. You also have uh, uh, the Tango. You know, the Evil Within games, although you know not perfect, were pretty inventive. You know, I I got to give them credit for those games. You know, um, so it's it's just it's a it's a that's a lot you know what i mean i think someone counted up like 19 different ips through all of that and it's just like holy crap so i i agree that yeah you know what at this point you should come out guns blazing and be like yeah this is you you want the next you want the next elder scrolls you're gonna need to play it on xbox you want the next uh not not even that it'll be on pc for sure like it'll be xbox pc for sure yeah um but it's 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 such a huge thing, you know. You know, and going back to the, I mean, just on the sidebar, the, the whole thing, you know, with when you bring up how uh, it does the work, you know, since Fallout Three, those games have been buggy, and I, you know, it's just like Madden, man, in in the sense that they put it out and we buy it. And I mean, I'm guilty of it too. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. I, I mean, you know, like I, I'm guilty of it with certain games, of course. But I mean, you know, at some point. You know, it's true. It's like you said, like, man, if you don't want that, if you don't want it to be big, you know, don't support it with your dollars. The only way a company's ever going to really learn is by doing that. Um, but we're all guilty of buying stuff that, you know, we probably know shouldn't, we shouldn't. And we do. State it, of it emergency. <laughs> Final Fantasy seven, seven times. <laughs> you bought it seven times? You? I didn't say that. Uh, <laughs> I said state of emergency. Anyways. So you know, there, but you know, there's always going to be uh, stuff that you know that we give a we we just give a pass, 
uh, I think in this case, yeah, it just got to the point where they were just like, you know, we can, it, it also fits in this much. I was going to say it actually really fits because Bethesda for years has been giving, the last few years has been releasing games as if they fall in the whole games as a service thing, you know, where oh, you get yeah, it yeah. and it's unfinished. And it's like, now if you put those games on uh, Game Pass, yeah. well, now they, they're literally games on a service. Yeah. So it actually fits <laughs> the entire their entire way of doing things so i mean you know on that on that end it's a perfect fit but mm -hmm. i really hope that the it's at this point i want to see the other companies succeed the other developers because there's a lot of talented developers and i and i i think they deserve to get that shine more so now right now than bethesda because like you said Beth bethesda has been resting on their laurels a lot but those other developers that we've mentioned have been working hard and have, and in a lot of cases, have created really creative and really good games. Yeah. And, you know, good for them, man. As much as, like, Bethesda has upset me over the years, they're still studios that make quality games. It's just their main ones, like Elder Scrolls, like Fallout, where they just kind of, yeah, you love us, so you'll buy whatever. I just get that feeling, you know? Like that from that Todd Howard after like he's like yeah we messed up. Man, I, made I it like forgot a joke. that. I forgot that. Like I was like shit. I was like when I when I when I heard about that I was like oh man that's crazy. And then I was like oh wait they own Oblivion too. Like mm -hmm. Microsoft owns Oblivion. I mean not Oblivion. Uh, uh Obsidian. Yeah. And I was like god damn dude. I'm like they you know all these companies that have you know like lately they've been playing a lot, like I've played these games and I'm like they own all of them and it's it's crazy you know. Someone uh tweeted to oblivion like does that mean follow up follow vegas too and he they're just like put that emoji with the like the with the shoulders up and like mm. bethel what do you think of the the i mean i already asked you about the acquisition but any other thoughts on it i think it would i mean it is a huge deal i think yeah. if 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 anybody any whether it's sony or, or microsoft if they buy anybody really you could buy him and nothing nothing bad against devolver i'm just saying that it's a smaller smaller uh uh, uh publisher they can, power uh, yeah they, they would still fucking be it would be a huge deal if they bought something as small as revolver mm -hmm. or devolver sorry yeah, devolver. uh so just uh yeah it's a, it's a big deal for for this uh with this acquisition of uh was it zenimax cinemax yeah. yeah i think like uh, um, i was talking i was talking to someone and they're saying, hey, how do you think, before all this news came out, before everything, they're like, how do you think that everything is with the Xbox and PlayStation? What do you think? And um, I said, like, Microsoft has been behind for a long time. Like, if, like, as an analogy, I was like, if this is a race, Sony's just so ahead, right? Sony is so ahead, but with the stuff that, that Microsoft was doing over the years, they were getting closer and closer, little bit, little by little. But then when the Xbox Series X was announced and some of the information for it, I felt, hey, they're catching, they're starting to catch up. Like they're building toward it. And after this, I feel like with this Bethesda acquisition, now I think it's a point where they're like right behind Sony. I think right now Sony's just like, oh shit, you know, because now I think they, they dealt with enough what happened with Xbox One, the poor sales just kind of the generation it had it wasn't garbage but it wasn't what it was with 360 i think they noticed everything they did wrong they're going a different route in different areas but 
that like uh, we've always been saying and i've been saying too like i just want that competition i think they're right there you know now it's this will be a fun generation a gaming generation personally i think with this acquisition of bethesda it's like okay we got titles like so that's why i want them to just make it make the big ones exclusive to the xbox i want i don't want that oh it's on ps4 too nah just play dirty play hardball I mean, it, it's it's not going to correlate to anything right now. Not like right now. Launch no. or anything like that, but still. But like, it gives those people who pre-ordered or were thinking oh yeah. about it a push like, oh, shit. Yeah. Now, I don't know if it's only going to be on Xbox, but right it's now. It's going to be there for sure no matter it's what. It's going to be there thing. for sure. And don't get me wrong, man. Like We've sung high praises on Game Pass, Xbox Game Pass, and to know that Hey, I'm not really going to have to pay for a Bethesda game. I'll try it. I'll play Dishonored 3 even though I don't like the Dishonored series, you know? I'll play Fallout 5 when that comes out. Try it out. You know, like, you know, for sure I'll play Doom Eternal. But, like, it makes me go, like, cool. I wouldn't pay full price for it, but I'll have it as a subscription. So I'm cool with that. Yeah, I mean it's it's just so crazy because, like, I was thinking, I was like, you look back at the, at the launch of the Xbox One and, like, you're. I don't know how you can compare the launches or really not. I mean, actually, I guess you could say there's it's stronger in theory because there's actual games. But I mean, you know, you had Dead Rising 3, Rise, and uh, what was that graffiti one? It was like a... Mark Echo's getting up? No. <laughs> no, it was a... Uh, it was like a zombie. It was a really colorful game. They were the, they were like the big exclusive launch titles. Oh, uh, Sunset Overdrive. Yeah. Yeah, they had those three games were what you had, you know, and I'm sure there was multi-platform, but I mean, you're looking at that, right? I mean, that, even uh, without, even with really not even a game out right now for the Series X, just knowing that that's coming, yeah. I feel is a bigger deal than yeah. those games that came out. And that's nothing against those games either. I'm just yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. you know. What does Sony do from here? Hearing that Microsoft has purchased Bethesda. By EA. <laughs> <laughs> And have Insomniac make men with a dope-ass story? Uh, I don't think there's much. I don't really think Sony's going to do much. No. No. Because, I mean, there's, you know, it's like, I mean, for Sony, if it ain't broke yet, there's nothing to fix. Um, I'm sure, I I wouldn't doubt if they probably go after a few studios themselves, Mm -hmm. you know, buy up um, outside of that. I don't think, you know, it's a wait and see thing. I, at the very least, I, I would think Sony should have, I, I should, they should entertain the talks. If Microsoft wants to talk to them about multi-platform for these games, mm-hmm. if you're Sony, you got to hear them out. You yeah. can't just be like, no, nah, we don't want your games because that just doesn't make sense. Yeah. It, it just doesn't really make sense. Um, so I think, yeah, at the very least, you, you hear them out and, you know, they've already made it clear. Like PlayStation has made it clear that a Game Pass, a subscription style service, isn't viable viable for them. Mm-hmm. So they've said that. So, you know, what else can you do? You just go like, you know, maybe you pick and choose. Maybe you don't go for every game, but you know, you. I don't see them doing a like what Microsoft does, like like first yeah, party, like viable. no. But I could see them do like, oh, this is our service with third party, and then our first party games end up being there two years after or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
Like, I could see something like that, but it will never match what Xbox is trying no. to do at all. Um, have you heard about people saying, or I don't know if this was a petition, that Sony should buy Konami. And I was thinking, uh, yeah, I don't think you understand what that means. Because Konami is a different company. It's not a video game company. They're more than anything. What they want is for Sony. I, I think to purchase the IPs. Should, yeah, that's that's I think what they should probably be saying. Yeah, people that sign petitions really don't read them. Too. They tend to not read them, and they tend really not to pay attention. So Sony like, bottled waters, dude. <laughs> Sony, if they bought Konami, Sony bottled water. Sony uh, workout equipment. Sony's just gonna a Kratos. Do a Kratos Pachinko. Yeah. What? Kratos Pachinko machine. <laughs> yeah, because what well, Konami's a, a a big company that sells a ton of different stuff. Like video yeah. games is such a small part of their. Are they like gyms or something company. too? I or think or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it, it's 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 a small company, but that would be a big thing if you heard that they purchased the catalog of games that Konami owns. They wouldn't buy Konami, but they purchased their catalog catalog of games. That would be crazy, and I don't think that's far-fetched because they're not doing anything with it but i also feel like they're very spiteful about yeah. the games they own that i feel like they would just say no just because just yeah, because like, like the Sony fact that goes somebody up. wants them would make would be enough for them to be like no you can't have them you know what i mean like, working? no and, and even if they did i feel like there would be like a some kind of an, a, a clause where it's like any game that used to involve kojima he cannot work on if we sell to you yeah like i feel like yeah. they wouldn't be able yeah to a little Bitches. They're like here, but don't give it to Kojima. Yeah, yeah, like they literally put a like a. So then he would have to like wrap his face and do the co the the costume that he did <laughs> when he when he announced five, and that's how he would have to make it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're like Konami or Sony goes up to to Konami. They're like, hey, uh, um, you think we can uh, buy your games? And they're like, no, like a little kid. <laughs> no. And then, and then Sony leaves crying. <laughs> <laughs> Amazon is launching a cloud gaming service called Luna that will stream games to PC, Mac, and Fire TV devices, as well as web apps for iPhone and iPad. Android is listed as coming soon. The service, a direct competitor to Google Stadia, will offer various game channels that users can subscribe to, each which offers access to a library of games. Amazon announced the service alongside a whole line of new Echo and Alexa products. Amazon's own The Luna Plus game channel will launch with games such as Resident Evil 7, Control, A Plague's Tale Innocence, and Yooka-Laylee, and The Impossible Lair. For an introductory price of $5.99 per month, Luna Plus will offer 4K resolution at 60 frames per second for select titles that allow subscribers to play on two devices simultaneously. Amazon also announced a Ubisoft game channel that will be that will give subscribers access to Ubisoft games on the day and date they launch regularly, with support for 4K resolution and mobile gameplay. No price was mentioned for the Ubisoft channel. According to Amazon, this is a first of multiple Luna game channels in development, where customers can play games from their favorite publisher and genres. 
Luna will also feature integration of the Amazon-owned Twitch streaming platform, with Amazon announcing players will see Twitch streams for games in service and from Twitch. They'll be able to instantly start playing Luna games. In addition to the service, Amazon announced an Alexa-enabled co Luna controller that will connect directly to a Fire TV device in order to reduce latency between the controller and the game. The Luna controller will be available for $49.99 during the early access period. Luna is also available via mouse and keyboard or other Bluetooth game controllers. What do you guys think of this? Amazon has put their hat into the ring of cloud gaming services with Luna. What do you think? So Beto was just shaking his head like, I don't Con, know. I just, I don't, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, when you have a company like Amazon that's so big that has so many different divisions, I just don't see them focusing enough time to really making mm -hmm. Luna a, a priority or a huge deal. Like, I, I think it'll work, like, okay. But I just, you know, when it comes to, like, the catalog and all that stuff, I think in the end it's going to lag behind and, and not really, you know. Uh, it, it'll, it'll be one of those things where, it, does it work? Yeah, I mean, it works for the most part, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And uh, are all the new games in there? And you're like, yeah, most of them. I, I just don't see them really putting the muscle behind it into a long-term thing that they grow. I think short-term, they're going to put focus on it. And then it'll just kind of be like, yeah, yeah, we do games too. Like, kind of like, like it's not a focal point, you know, Yeah. in, in that way. Mm -hmm. I do like the idea, though, um, of channels, of mm -hmm. having a developer's chat, like, a, you, you, you know, like, whether it's Ubisoft or or a Konami or or a, you know just the developer, yeah, a, a channel where you pay a fee or you pay a monthly thing, and then you get access to maybe not their entire catalog, but a good portion of it. Where you're like, you know what, I really like this developer. I want to play these games. Boom, cool. Maybe they have like a a, a pricing strategy where it's like oh, you can get three developers for X amount of money or something like that. I like that. That actually seems pretty cool. Mm -hmm. um, and, and the possibilities of that are, are I dig, but as a whole, um, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not crapping on this at all. I mean, I actually, I'm like, I mean, I, I figured this was going to eventually happen. I just don't see them putting their, their full focus on it to really grow it into a big thing. Yeah. I think Amazon's in a, a better place than Google Stadia to do all of this. Mm -hmm. Like to actually release it and put put the money and muscle into it. But I still think something like streaming is when it comes down to it, like that stuff, it's cool. It's the idea of it's cool. The idea of channels like you were saying, Joe, is cool. I just don't think with how the American internet is is really helpful whatsoever. As when it comes down to da like data caps and all that stuff, and just like uh -huh. depending on where you live, it's probably not going to be the best experience for you, depending uh -huh. on where you are. You know, uh, when it comes to the internet in America, we're far behind other countries when it comes to the internet. Uh, just like as in quality of like, or how good your internet works compared to other speed, places. Speed, yeah. Or your yeah. speed, your internet speed, all that stuff. I think that's just what stops this from. From not being what Stadia is, you know, this will this will launch and then there'll be some buzz and it just kind of goes away where it kind of becomes not goes away but it be kind ugh, it kind of becomes what Stadia is when you're like oh yeah I remember that I remember they did that now they have more of the money and the marketing muscle to freaking push this in your face every minute with Twitch you know they're gonna advertise the shit out of this for sure 
they're in a night they're in a better place in that area but um yeah i i think like it's it's a great idea but it's just internet in america sucks i think that's just what the what it's not gonna work about it for someone who's always heavy into the micros into the amazon uh you know the whole system that has a fire stick and all that other good stuff and mm -hmm. really are invested and you know and into everything that's a cool it's cool for them you know i, I yeah. think it is there um i still feel like your your typical hardcore gamer is gonna get uh, either gonna have a pc or a console you know what i mean yeah. and that's gonna be the primary way of playing so this is a it's an option and it's good to have options you know um but yeah i i don't i just don't see them really going long term with it long term as in to grow it i don't think it'll i yeah. probably won't die out you know what i mean but i mean i just don't see it being a big thing yeah. Beto? i i don't care about the uh <laughs> amazon thing it's just another way for them to like i'm not saying like go oh, just to try to make money it's just like i mean it is but it's, it's a good option like joe says it's a, another option but i really don't feel that it'll do well mm -hmm. um it just made me think of the stadia too so i don't I, how how well did that do you know yeah so yeah Beto. Mm. we have mail Hello. Hello, I'm writing in response to the Madden Challenge. Been really busy, so haven't had time. First off, I already spoke to Bento about the league. Unfortunately, my schedule doesn't allow me to be able to participate. I was going to get the game anyway to practice, then my PS4 died. Cue the Bone Thugs in Harmony. So until I can get a PS5, I won't be able to play, but the challenge will stand and I will get one. I have a question, and maybe you guys have already talked about it, and I missed it. With the launch of the new consoles, where do you see the future of games and consoles going? Like will we basically be getting PCs from each company and interchangeable components or will there even be consoles will go to cloud gaming from a device either supplied by who the company is or your own? Love the show as always. You guys get my spirits up and make me laugh when I'm having a rough day. Keep doing what you do, Scott Smith. P.S. Full disclosure, I broke my PS4 so I could get the Oreo action you guys were talking about. <laughs> first uh, first and foremost, Scott, you don't got a lot of kicking, man. <laughs> I know you already think you're in over your head. And you, got you probably scared? are. Yeah. You probably are. So, hey, man, PlayStation broke. I know you guys, uh, I know you people on uh, on. Uh, podcast listening right now can't see this but uh Beto Jesse it broke right wink wink <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, shit I dropped it oh no <laughs> oops oh no I dropped a hammer on it <laughs> <laughs> but um as far as the question goes um yeah you know just the way with the way things are going I I would I gotta say I gotta assume that more than likely, if I were to see one scenario play out, it would be probably cloud, man. 
like in the end it, it it would be that but i don't know how much closer we are to that right now or not it's like you said earlier jesse about the internet speeds and mm-hmm. how that works until that gets all sorted out and we get to a a point stability wise where it can hold you know i think we're still going to be you know using consoles but i think eventually that's that's probably where this will all go you know i mean could it be just full-on basically computers i mean really when you look at the playstation and the the uh the xbox they they went from being specialized pieces of equipment to just basically being kind of like for the most part a lot of the parts you find inside or what you find in a computer anyway so that part's kind of there um but i could really just see it yeah i mean i you know if you look at work cloud obviously like movies everything nowadays is streamed it would make the most sense that you see eventually that everything goes to just like a streaming format you know where it's all cloud-based. Yeah, I can see that, like how, what Joe says. Um, but it being like a PC thing where it's interchangeable, I don't think that that will happen because, I mean, they're going to want to make new new consoles to sell. It's not like like PCs, you can build your own PCs and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. I feel if they have a console, they're 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 going to want to like come out with the new stuff so they can set, push more units, you know? You can't just buy one unit and then just fucking upgrade it every time. Yeah. Even though, I mean, there's going to be, they're also going to be like proprietary... Uh, uh, upgrades for it maybe so well, who knows it'll be crazy expensive proprietary uh uh adjustments to upgrades for it and stuff yeah who knows it's kind of hard to tell like uh, how the market goes because a lot of people i mean you always have those people going like hey man th- this is probably gonna be the last year we have physical media you know or uh, this generation the last generation or or people are even saying it now this will be the last generation for physical media and you know one day it'll happen but with how things are changing it's hard to usually tell um it's hard to tell how where where this industry will go if i had to guess i don't think we'll lose physical media for a bit longer and the only reason i say that is just kind of what we're seeing right now where unless sony Microsoft or Nintendo just get the balls to just kind of go like, nah, fuck it. If you want to buy a physical copy of our game, it's 60 bucks, but we're going to put it on our store for 40 You know? Until that happens, until we get something where these, you know, you they want to, they want to be able to sell things at a certain price, but they're scared of retailers. They're scared of best buy target or whoever to kind of be like wait you can't sell this digital game that we're selling here for 60 dollars less than 60 dollars that's why you have a digital game that you can you can buy men for 60 bucks digital or buy it physical for some people it doesn't really matter having a physical copy they'll pay 60 dollars to have digital not to have physical to make you know safe space but until because until they get the balls to do it. I don't see that happening anytime soon because they want to sell it at a, at a store because these stores aren't going to sell it if, you know, they can't have returning customers. That's why you're hearing these things where, again, we don't know, but it kind of makes sense that GameStop, Best Buy, Target are only doing pre-orders for very little on the Xbox Series S or the, the discless. Is it because they don't want to sell the the discless version or the 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 xbox series s version like why are we going to have these many copies to sell we want returning customers i don't see that really happening but 
Microsoft and Sony are slowly kind of dipping their toes in that area, like giving people the option. But then how much do they sell of those? You know, is is the selling point of those consoles less because they're not because brick and mortar stores are not buying those in as much quantity as the disc based version. You get what I'm saying? So they're not uh -huh. real. They're Sony and Microsoft and Nintendo. Well, Sony and Microsoft aren't really going to get the data they really need except for the data they already get from someone who has a disc console and see sees like oh they buy more digital than they do they have a disc console so yeah and, and you know i agree with beto i the consoles are completely different people buy consoles for the the ease that's why people don't have pcs for gaming a good amount of people because they don't want to like wait i have to buy this i have to buy this add-on i have to do that like they don't want to do things like that they want to buy something and it plays the game that they purchase at the store that's it they want it plug in play that's it that's what they want to do with their consoles and i don't think i even think that extra step to, of okay let's bring this console now i gotta you know download my game now i gotta wait regardless even with the physical you still have to freaking download that freaking thing to the hard drive but the ease of use for consumers is what they want and i don't see that going away personally for a while i do think yeah. that streaming or just downloading i I, pr I would prefer downloading more than than streaming until yeah. internet gets better like i was saying earlier, until the internet gets better than it is uh i'd prefer just downloading my games give me fucking please give me an actual decent hard drive and i could download my fucking you got it jesse half a terabyte <laughs> you got 500 gigabytes bitch oh talking about that i had a i had a good amount of people um hit me up and say like you guys called it you guys called the price of the the external and the special ssd hard drives and i'm gonna say this now i we kind of didn't call it because uh digital foundry and they kind of talked about it months ago they kind of said that's the price it was gonna be from around 200 200 anywhere from 200 250 dollars i just yeah. feel like that's my, my i remember my comment from that, la that last time we talked about it was just that's probably going to be where you're going to see Microsoft make the bulk of that return money from, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, because realistically, when you look at the $300 S, uh, you know, that $300 S is good, but like, <laughs> I, if you buy that, that digital S model, you're going to need one of those, one of those, uh, yeah, since... memory expansions. You're just gonna, it, it's, it's crazy. Cause I was thinking about it. Cause we re we, we did talk about pricing for the PlayStation five pricing for the xbox series x but I, when i was really looking back at both prices that i still think it's very confusing for the consumer too because let's say you have someone who's a playstation fan or just a fan of consoles but maybe not that much in hey i'm gonna buy this i know all the information about it they see the playstation and they know oh this one has the disc this one doesn't they look at the Xbox. Oh, this one ha doesn't have the disc. This one doesn't. Okay, it's the same thing. Just like the PlayStation, they both have the same components. And you got to be like, no, 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 no. The S is not the same as the X. You're, you're, there's less stuff, but it's still going to be next gen, but it's not going to run 4K. It's going to miss a few things, but it's not going to be like the X. And it's like, oh, okay, so is the discless PS5 the same way? It's like, no, they're both equal. So then that extra 100 you can buy... You were gonna go with the discless PlayStation Five. Uh -huh. Does that still look like a good deal? 
You get what I'm saying? I'm just I was just trying to look at it that way. No, I mean, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I, I get what you're saying. Uh, it's, it's still a competitive price, though. But an entry price. Yeah. It's a competitive entry price. But we're, but we're also like, uh, like eventually, yeah. whether it's a year down the line from now or not, eventually, you know, most people with a 500, especially with how the size of games are just growing, most people with a 512. Uh, gigabyte hard drive are gonna pretty much have no choice other than to get that or pretty much just be deleting games off their you know console left and right um it's already like that with a one terabyte console it's like it's like that now mm -hmm. with a console now like there's stuff that you can't fit on there so you know but having doubled the space that one terabyte is you know it's not enough as it is yeah. but it's still better than half you know what i mean so um i think as an entry point sure like the whole price the whole price point is just getting you get it's getting their foot in the door yeah you know whatever people can can afford but i kind of was just like i i'm gonna guess i wonder what the markup is maybe it's not as bad as i thought but i feel like that's why you're seeing those prices because that memory card's going to be a good price it's yeah. i mean going to be a good area where they're going to make back that money they lost and you know, we still don't know what. Um, I, I I haven't even looked to see what a. I, I know that the PlayStation will be also supporting uh, uh, SSDs, but they're gonna they're not using proprietary. They're gonna use a standard, uh, but it just got to be a certain kind that is. Uh, yeah. So they, that is Microsoft qualified by them. Yeah. So. Oh wait, wait so you, were you talking about their special SSDs? I just know that you'll you'll be able to use standard off the shelf SSDs for the PlayStation Five, but they have to be they're they're basically there'll be a list, and Sony will be like, yes, this we basically. Oh, okay, you're talking about Xbox. Okay. No, no, no. Go, going back to the PlayStation, yeah, yeah. how they're doing it. I don't know what an SSD is going to cost, like to get make it a two terabyte. I'm not sure mm -hmm. how that's going to work. I but, think it's uh, going to be similar to the Microsofts too. I think it's going to be a little cheaper, though. No, right off the shelf. From what I, Maybe? from the information no. I got from Digital Foundry that I got for the Xbox Series X as well, is that it's it's like a standard SSD, but the components in it are new, and that's what makes it expensive. It's going to cost it, yeah. So yes, okay. Let's say Sony is going to allow other people to make it, but the one that's officially the Sony one is going to be a bit better, but that still makes, let's say, SanDisk makes their own. If it's gonna be cheaper, let's say Sony's is two fifty, Sandis is probably gonna be two twenty. It's not gonna be a crazy difference. It's not gonna be like, fuck, I'd rather get the Sandisk one because it's a hundred bucks off. It's not gonna be I, for the beginning portion of it, it's not gonna be super cheap. I heard that it wasn't gonna be Sony that made their own. I I, I thought it was Sony just basically gonna qualify. Basically there'll be a group of them that are I'll send you the video because okay. they explain it a bit better. Like it's 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 Sony's specific specifications versions of yeah, what they it's like have. Their seal of approval. This, will this be is on theirs. It. This is yeah. theirs. Okay. It's not made by Sony, but this is yeah yeah. It's that's, like that's more or less what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like that. So um, you have those um. Microsoft also mentioned, and I think PlayStation is going to do this, but uh, Microsoft went more into detail. So you know how you on your Xbox One X or Xbox One, you have your Xbox 360 games, your original Xbox games, you got your Xbox One games. 
So if you already have an external hard drive, I know you do on yours, Joe, and I have one on mine, I could just unplug that. And when I get my Series X, plug that in. And that's where I could play my Xbox 360, original Xbox, and Xbox One games from oh, that cool. SSD drive, as long as it's a 3.0, which I double-checked mine is. So today, I actually ended up moving everything that was in the internal drive and moved it over to the external. So when the Series X comes in, I just plug it in, and I'm not wasting any memory yeah, off that cool. one terabyte. Like, that could be, hey, this is exclusively only for Xbox Series X games, which right now, there's not really any. But... Yeah. So... At least it's cool that, that both consoles aren't going to be like, no, sorry, you can't use SSDs. It's only these special ones. But you'll only be able to use the standard uh, heart um, flash drive, whatever, on the older games, though, not the newer ones. Because those, the new games are the ones that are going to require the special hard drive. Uh -huh. That's cool. Yeah, Scott, uh, thanks for the email. Well... That's going to be it for this week in third-party controller podcast. If you want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send it to us at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast at gmail.com or our Instagram at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast. It's thirdpartycontrollerpodcast with the three R-D. Thanks for listening. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Libra with... Beto Sparza. And... Carol Ramirez. And we may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done. Later. Were you guys done with the answering the email or anything else? Yeah, I got a question for you. Or Scott told me to ask you something, Jesse. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, he told me to ask you uh, about the time you tried to hook up with his Final Fantasy fourteen character. Wait, what? Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. He just told me to ask you. Okay. <laughs> you try to get with there? No, because uh, I would watch Scott. He would like introduce me to uh, like Final Fantasy fourteen. He's like, hey, I'm going to stream it, you know? I'm going to stream uh, Final Fantasy fourteen. I watch it. I'd be like, character's pretty hot. <laughs> <laughs> Give me those digits, man. Can you send me a picture? All right, well. <laughs>